You are listening to Caring Connected Conversations, and I'm Sydney, one of your hosts. I'm Angie, your other host. Each week, Sid and I will carry on conversations about physical, mental, and spiritual wellness. We will share our personal experiences and thoughts in a raw and inviting way. We hope to inspire you on your personal growth journey as we share tips, wisdom, and guidance around self-healing, self-growth, and most importantly, self-love. We want to connect on a deeper level, and what better way than through conversation. We hope this opens new doors for you to connect to the people in your life by carrying on our conversations. Now, let's get connected. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Caring Connected Conversations. As we say every single week, I am so excited to be here. It's been a little while since Ange and I had a chance to catch up. So that's exactly what we're going to do on this episode. We're going to catch up with each other. We're going to catch you guys up with what is going on in our lives. And as we move through this new month, even though we're about halfway through it, but as we move through July, we've got some good little pointers and tips and things that we're working through and working on that we believe will really help you guys in your lives, in your personal growth journey. So let's get right into it. Ange, how is it going? Hey, I'm so excited to be here. It is going so, so well. I have my glass of champagne beside me because I am celebrating episode number 25 and of course, a bunch of other things. So yes, I am just so, so excited to be here. <laughs> I love that. What? So let, let us in. What else are you celebrating? Yes. So I know, of course, you can't see it because um, we're not on video here, but I have a sign behind me that says celebrate yourself often. And since I put that sign up, I want to say like, um, I think it was maybe a month ago, I have been celebrating so freaking much and it makes me feel so good because it reminds me of all of the, the good and the hard things that I've done and overcome to kind of get me to where I am today. So the, the, what I'm celebrating, it's, it's kind of like a bunch of things. Like I said, it's not just episode 25, but a bunch more. So for one, from July 1st until July 10th, I was gone on a road trip. So I was, I call it a road trip, but really it was like from Quebec to Ontario. Now I hope you guys listening aren't like, what? Like you're going in, you know, cause of COVID, like blah, blah, blah. Honestly, I'm okay. My partner has been tested three times and they've come back negative. So we are, we're G2G, we're good to go. And we decided to stick with just family. We saw some friends as well. But of course, if some friends or family felt uncomfortable with us, we had no hard feelings towards that. So I just wanted to kind of clear the air on that. But yeah, so the reason why I'm celebrating is because when I was gone, obviously like I started my business so that way I could live freely. That's why my first program that I ever launched was called Fit and Free because I live a fit way so I can have this like free quote unquote life. And this trip was a huge validation of that. So the last time that my partner and I did a very long trip was, uh, two summers ago, we did a road trip all the way from Ontario to Newfoundland and back. So that was like a three week trip. And during that whole trip that I was gone, I was working. 
I was on my laptop, like in the passenger seat working, even though my boss was like, yeah, like have a vacation. Oh wait, like, can you do this? Oh wait, is this done yet? Oh wait, who's doing this? Like I was working and I guess long story short from that, I learned that I don't want to ever work like that on another road trip because that's not a vacation, right? So when we went on our vacation, I had only one call to do with the fit and free ladies because we have calls every single week. And this was call number 11 out of 12. So I decided, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this call. I have to, it has to be, I, I told my, my girlfriend because we were staying at their place. I said, I, I need a bedroom. It needs to be really quiet. You know, like I can't have any disruptions during the, in the house. And like, keep in mind, there's like two dogs there. They're like six people, <laughs> like, you know? So, and then I was, I asked all of that. And then it got to the point where they all left the house and then they went to go grab dinner and then came back. And as they were gone, just before my call, I'm like, wait a sec, Ange, like, I don't, want them to have to leave and not like enjoy themselves. Like keep in mind, like they decided like earlier that they wanted to go into town anyways. I didn't like force them to leave, but just really made me think in terms of where I was doing my call. I said, I wanted like a quiet place in a room. Well, I realized like the whole point of having this fit and free program is to live freely. If I'm on vacation, the ladies are going to know it and they're going to hear about it. So what did I do is I did my call outside. I still had my full undivided tension, but instead of my usual background, it was birds and trees and wind. And it felt so freaking good because I felt in my element and I felt like I was really showcasing who I am and how I'm trying to like teach, I want to say, other women to live this free quote unquote life by literally watching me work from like miles or kilometers, depending on where you are in the world, away from home. And it just, it felt so good. So I'm celebrating that. And the other thing I'm celebrating is that today, just before we hopped on this podcast recording, is I just finished the final call of my 12-week program. So holy moly, I was celebrating all of the ladies for all of their hard accomplishments, all their hard work. And I'm just like, so I'm vibing from it because I'm like so proud of them because this was like 12 weeks of starting from like a, oh, like I don't know to like. I feel so confident and like, I want to do this. I've done this so far. And it's like, what? Like you're a different person. So it was so, so cool to see that. And the other things that I'm celebrating, I'm telling you, this is like high vibe day for me. I love it. (laughs) It's that um, my partner and I, so just before we left on this like 10 day trip, my partner and I did like a little team building quote unquote activity together. And we built shelves in our basement where we literally like, bought some wood from Home Depot, cut it all up, started screwing it together to make this like beautiful eight by five shelf, like massive, probably the biggest thing we've ever done together as a team. And why am I celebrating that? Why am I celebrating building a freaking wood shelf? Is because there was a time in our relationship where that was literally not possible one of our heads would have been ripped off by the other, you know, yelling and swearing at each other. Like, no, it's this way. We got to do it this way. And so I am celebrating the fact that we were able to do this like crazy, huge, big team building exercise together. And then when we got back from our 10 day trip, guess what we did? We added more, we hung up like bike racks and then 
um, literally just before this, before we hopped on here. Oh my gosh. I'm like so excited. My partner surprised me. I don't want to spoil it on air here, but he surprised me. I'm going to have to send you a picture, uh, later Sydney. Yeah. Please. <laughs> so excited of what it is. And like, there's just more to come and, Oh, so yeah, there's just so many celebrations. I know that was a lot, but yeah, that's why I have my glass of champagne beside me because I am just, I'm like high on life right now. I want to say like, I am just so so excited to be here. (laughs) Oh, that's so great. So great. I think that is really such a great room. First of all, congratulations on everything that you are celebrating. I think one of the most important parts um, of celebrating, well, not yeah, one of, so of course you have to celebrate, but then um, a, a, an important part of celebrating is has, having, whoa, I'm stuttering, <laughs> is having somebody else, other people like celebrate with you and other people like congratulate you and so, right? Like celebration is such a uh, community thing. So yes. being able to come together and celebrate each other is so important. And I think it was on last week's episode, where I was sharing a lot about my growth. And I know you talked a little bit about how you started comparison, uh, comparing yourself, but you really were like, I'm so excited for you, Sydney. Like, I'm, I'm so happy for you. I'm celebrating you. Um, so yeah, I think, I think congratulations are in order because everything that you just shared, like those are 100% reasons to celebrate and it's important to get excited. Right. And I think it's, I've been showing up in my life kind of similar to you and celebrating myself a lot more. And it's a great reminder for everyone listening and for both of us to kind of dig into how we feel when we celebrate, because it feels so good. We really feel successful when we're celebrating, right? We feel success happening and we feel success in our bodies when we celebrate ourselves and when we celebrate things that are happening in our lives. So why do we get to this point where we believe that we can't celebrate until we reach some sort of successful thing, right? Why can't we celebrate the little things? Why can't you celebrate the fact that you worked amazing with your partner and you built this thing, like nothing massive, nothing crazy. You just built something together, but take away the just and put in, you built something together and it went so much more seamlessly than ever before, right? So celebrating even while you're doing it, right? Recognizing that feeling of success. Wow, I can't believe that we're actually moving through this process together and it's going so much better than any other time that we've experienced it, right? So I love the idea of celebrating and I think it is a great reminder to celebrate while you are doing things, right? Because when you can connect to this idea of success before that massive goal you've made for yourself, you're going to bring in more success. Oh, hundred percent. And before I can get anything further, but thank you for congratulating me. That's so, so awesome. And so nice of you. But yeah, I, I a hundred percent agree. Like, and I want to touch, touch base on a, a, like a couple of things that you said. So the first one was, you know, a big part of celebration is having that like community feeling. I want to say, I want to agree and disagree with you and hear me out for a second. The reason why I want to disagree with you is because this is something that I've learned through my own, I guess, like experience, I want to say, right. And this of course ties into where I do agree with you. So normally as in like before I learned this, 
I was like, okay, I need to be in and around people that are super high vibe that want to celebrate with me that are like congratulating me and not to like, be like, Hey, like, it's all about me. It's not that. And to share that, that retrospect as well. It's the fact that this is something that I learned in May when I was alone by myself with my four cats and I had nothing but me, myself and I, and I wanted to celebrate because I was so excited. I had, I can't remember exactly what it was, um, that came up, but I was, I was celebrating something. And normally I do remember my celebrations, but this is exactly why I want to talk about this because I forgot. So what happens is I didn't celebrate myself because nobody was there to celebrate with me. I wanted to like hop on FaceTime with somebody. I wanted to do this with somebody and like nobody was there. So then you know what my coach said to me? She's like, Ange, go celebrate by yourself. She says, make a, make like a thing, like, like it's like a going to be a known thing where you always celebrate. I'm like, well, what the hell does that look like? You know, like what is, what does celebrate look like? Like just jumping up and down, like by myself. Like I didn't know what that meant. And this is where I'm disagreeing with you is because since going through that experience on my own and I learned that celebration isn't, doesn't have to be with somebody. It doesn't have to be like in a certain vibey area. If the reason why I have that sign behind me where it says celebrate yourself often is because I forgot to celebrate on my own. I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know that I wasn't like, I didn't have to call somebody. I didn't know that I couldn't be excited about myself. So yeah, I, that's why I wanted to agree and disagree with what you said on that, because I thought normally that's how you do it, right? Like you celebrate with people, but going through what I did being, you know, completely alone and having a really hard month in May and wanting to celebrate and just decided like, Oh no, I'm not going to, because there's nobody around me. Well, I said to hell with that. Like, I'm going to celebrate myself often. I'm going to make sure I have like my little celebratory thing that I do. So yeah, that's what I wanted to to share with you. Yeah, no, I think, I think that's a good point. And again, I know we've talked about this before and in how we are very similar people, but we, we do think differently. So it's really good when you do bring points up like this about disagreeing because we have different experiences, right? So you saying that you never really had celebrated on your own before and you felt like you had to be with people while celebrating, that's different from my own experiences. So when I was saying that, you know, celebration with community is really important, I was not thinking that it's the only way to celebrate because 100% I celebrate on my own all the time. And I think really because I... I'm not in a relationship maybe. So I've learned that I have to be able to celebrate myself on my own. So Mm. I think it's a great point that you were able to bring it up because something that maybe is more natural to me, or I worked through longer ago, it wasn't, you know, a, a lesson on the tip of my mind because it's just something that I do. So the fact that you just went through it and you can share both sides of it, it gives maybe everyone listening who also was on the same page as you, where, you know, you think that you can only celebrate with people, right? Whereas no, you can do both. So I completely agree with you. And I'm so glad that you were able to kind of take what I was saying and just point out the differences of each side of it. Right. Cause that is important. You're not celebrating just to celebrate with people. You are celebrating yourself. You are celebrating your life. And then 
once you celebrate it and you are, you know, excited in those successes and you're congratulating yourself, then when you're in conversation with someone else like me right here, right now, you can then just say, Hey, guess what? I've been celebrating myself a lot lately. And that's when the community aspect comes in, right? When I say mm. congratulations, but you're right. That first step is being able to get to celebration on your own, not waiting for other people to remind you as to why you need to celebrate in your life or the other people to say, Oh my gosh, Hey, how'd your program go? You just finished. That's amazing. Right? Like you need to be able to come to those, that mindset and, and those viewpoints on your own, because if you're just sitting around and waiting for other people to point these kinds of things out, then how are you going to reach success, joy, peace, bliss, and all these positive things that you desire? How will you reach them if you're not even willing to recognize that you're there and then congratulate yourself for achieving them? So that's so good. I'm so glad that you brought that up. 100%. And that, that ties back into what you, you said before in the sense that, you know, you can't celebrate until you live that, until you reach that certain level of success. Well, you also said it before, like, or just now, sorry where you said, okay, well, you don't, you're never going to reach that level of success because you're not sitting around waiting for somebody to be like, Hey, congratulations. Isn't it, isn't it this time for this thing? Like who freaking cares what level of success you've ever reached? If you've done something in your life that you feel happy of, and you feel proud of, in my opinion, celebrate the shit out of that. Why? Because you're freaking awesome and you deserve to be celebrated. And the reason why I'm so like, ah, celebrate, celebrate is because a year ago I was like, you only celebrate birthdays. You only celebrate anniversaries. You only celebrate, you know, a big milestone like graduation and that's it. Right? Big milestones. But it's not. What Life is not about big milestones. Well, no. And like, how disappointing would, is that, that that's the only time that you're allowed to celebrate? Like why right? not create a life where you can celebrate all the time? And I love what you're saying, you know, the different levels of success, because I think what it, I know we've talked about success before and we talked about how you need to figure out what success means to you, but first and foremost, figure out what success means to you. And then while you're moving towards it, celebrate yourself for actively knowing what success means to you and actively working towards it. And then yes. when you achieve that level, whatever that level is, your dreams and desires are going to change and your, your idea of success, success is going to change, right? So 100%, it's this idea of levels of success. They all deserve celebration and you deserve to celebrate yourself even while you're moving towards your dreams, right? Because if you can celebrate and feel successful while you're moving towards your dreams, then imagine the space you are creating for yourself to be able to achieve your dreams, right? Versus worrying and doubting yourself and, and fearing if you might never achieve them, right? Then you're living in this very negative bubble. And how will you feel if you achieve those dreams? Like you're already sitting negatively. Whereas if you can be positive, be feel success and celebrate actively working towards it, man, you're going to have a firework show the moment that you do achieve it because you like the success just builds and the celebration just builds. And I've been, 
just a beautiful topic. Like everyone needs to be celebrating the fact that they loaded the dishwasher. They unloaded the clean dishwasher. Like the fact made that they the cleaned bed. the bathroom. <laughs> exactly, right? Like made themselves a meal, put their child to bed. Like did that project at work, are working on that project at work. Like whatever it is, celebrate yourself for sure. Oh yeah. No, I'm so like, I'm still vibey of course from all of my celebrations, but I think this is just a perfect reminder on how, you know, our listeners can apply this directly into their life, right? Like I'm not here celebrating a birthday or like a big milestone in my life. I'm here celebrating the little things because the little things is actually what makes up my life. And for our listeners, how can they you know, implement some of these things that we're talking about. I don't want to say teaching because right now I feel like we're just having this conversation, but it's, it's taking what resonates and leaves the rest. Like if you're not somebody who celebrates often, then take this opportunity to be like, you know what? I sat here and I listened to a full hour or however long this episode is. And I don't normally like to sit and listen. And I did it. Like pour yourself a glass of wine, jump up and down, like go do some jumping jacks, celebrate the crap out of yourself because you, you did it like, right. It's so small, but yet big picture, it's your life you're creating. So, oh, I'm loving it. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like some people might have this mindset that, well, if I celebrate all of the little things, then it's not going to make the big things special. But I think that's the complete opposite. And why, what, like I was saying earlier, why would you hold yourself back for only celebrating the big milestones? Like the idea of celebration, like that's a, a feeling that that is good. So why would you not allow yourself to create that kind of feeling every single day, right? And maybe you are just celebrating the fact that you finished the day, right? But when you can celebrate that, then the next day, you notice something bigger that you can celebrate. You notice something more. It's kind of like gratitude. Like the more you think of what you are grateful for, And especially the idea of the gratitude list. Like if you have to write down five or 10 things every single day that you're grateful for the next day, as you're moving throughout the day, you're going to be like, Oh, whoa, maybe I can add this to my gratitude list. And you're going to start noticing more and more things in your life that you are grateful for. It's the same thing as celebration. When you celebrate yourself for doing something, you're going to notice that you have more and more things to celebrate. And ultimately what that comes down to is you are just loving and supporting yourself even more in life, which makes life easier, which is my whole thing, like there's enough difficulties in life. There's enough challenges. There's enough hard times. So why not make it as easy as possible for you? Why not create this idea of ease and grace and flow through celebrating, connecting to joy, creating moments of peace, right? That's the life that I want to live. I'm sure a lot of you guys listening are are shouting at your phones, like sign me up. Right. So, Oh, hundred percent. Let's find new ways to celebrate ourselves, which kind of, uh, ties into what I wanted to share. I'm starting on a monthly basis now creating a goals list. So I don't know about you guys listening or you, Ange, I feel like you're probably not on the same page as, as I used to be. But what I used to do is I actually never liked goals. I was never a fan of goals. I thought they were the worst thing for me because what if I don't achieve them, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't want to 
it's almost like I had the mindset of setting a goal would be setting myself up for failure. Cause like, what if I set a goal and I don't achieve it? Like that's just, then I'm just going to be disappointed. So I just never set goals. That's not to say that I didn't strive for things. I set dreams and desires and manifestations and I worked hard towards them. Right. But I never set a goal that had a time limit, which is really what a goal is, right? It has to be time sensitive. And I'm starting to realize that goals are good because they actually keep you on track for something, right? I know dreams and desires, they're good at keeping me on track as well, but because goals are time sensitive, they keep you more on track right? Like you, you have this time sensitive goals and, and you're wanting to achieve it. So you're moving towards it. But the difference is, is that I decided even if I don't achieve the goal fully as what I said that it was, it's not a disappointment. It's not saying that I'm a failure because if I don't achieve it fully, I probably still achieved something just beneath the goal. And that's still something to be amazed by. That's still something to celebrate. That's still something that will make me feel successful. So setting goals is good. And as you move through life, you might realize that you have to adjust some goals, right? Things change, not just within you, but outside circumstances change, right? Mm -hmm. Like a lot of you, you know, I'm sure can think back to when COVID first hit, right? Maybe you had these goals about going to the gym three days a week and then all of a sudden COVID hit. Well, of course you would have to adjust to that goal, right? So I think it's important to set goals and I'm reminding myself that it is important and and to not be afraid of not reaching it, because even if I don't reach it fully, that's okay. I can readjust and I can keep going and I'm creating this mindset that I'm successful no matter what. So what I'm doing is at the start of every month is I'm creating a goal list for myself. I also call it a manifesting list, but it, it is a goal list because it's things that I want to complete by the end of the month. And it's keeping me very intentional, which is huge. Like we talk about intention all the time and how it's important to be intentional, but my goals are not specific to just one area of my life. They are about my uh, business. They are about my personal life. Like, and I think that's, what's important is if you are creating a monthly goal list is to have a little bit of everything. And in the past for me, a lot of my manifestations and my dreams and desires were around my business growing. And I kind of forgot at times to live my life, even though I, I am living my life, I'm not a workaholic by any means, but I forgot to live my life for the greatness that I can plan for, right? It's not just about taking a walk every day with my dog or signing off of work at a specific time and then just enjoying TV, right? It's these things that I desire to do that I wasn't allowing myself to fit into my schedule. So for instance, mm -hmm. some of my goal lists are for this month of July is go mountain biking five times. Like I love mountain biking and I just don't go. And it's like, you know, why am I not going? I don't know. I'm not making plans. So I was like, if I did to write it down on my goal list five times, like that's not a lot in an entire month. And every single time I go, I'm going to be like, Oh, that felt so good. Right. So it's not just the fact that I want to go five times. And, and, and that's the point. The point is to just 
create a habit within me to go mountain biking, to do the things that I want to do. So another one of the items on my list was to have a fun, adventure-filled hiking trip with my family. I already had it planned, so I knew that this was happening. Um, so I added it to my list because I want it to be fun and adventure-filled. So that's one of my goals. And in, in a couple weekends, I'm going to be going on a backcountry hiking trip with my family. So I'm so excited for that. And then I have a whole bunch of other ones that are you know, focused on me and focused on my business. And we're 10 days into this, 12 days into this month as we're recording this. And I've already crossed two things off of my goal list. The first one was uh, receive a new phone that is everything I need for work. And I bought myself a new phone. Yeah. So like, there's a celebrate. Goal. <laughs> celebrate, right? Another one of my goals was offer a free full moon ceremony and 20 people watch live. I offered that last weekend. I didn't have 20 people watch live, but that's okay because I still had it and I had nine people watch live and other people watched the replay afterwards. And I felt so good giving this full moon ceremony and everyone that was live was like participating and enjoying it and like, it's okay that I didn't reach that 20 mark that I wanted to reach. I still crossed it off and I still celebrated myself because I would call it a success. I love that. I'm like sitting here like, Oh, this is so cool because you're hitting all these, you know, these checks in the boxes you're saying it. And I know you were asking me earlier, like how I felt about goals and I have like mixed feelings on it. Cause as you were saying all your goals for like the month, I was looking back on every single month that I've created goals and I have created goals. And then I was thinking, okay, well, like, do I have something wrong, quote unquote, with, with goals? Then I was thinking back, okay, well, how do I feel when I, when I get a goal and I make a goal? Well, 100%, I feel discouraged because I literally flipped through all of my goals from March all the way through till May because I, funny enough, I didn't even write anything in June because I think when I had my crappy month, let's just call it that, in May, I didn't hit some of the things that I wanted to do on, and it's only three goals, right? It was like, for example, launch my website, sell three things and create another course. I didn't, literally didn't do any of that in May. <laughs> Keep in mind, before when I wrote this, I was not thinking what so whatever happened in May happened, right? I was thinking like, yeah, everything's going to be great, just like April. So yeah, when I'm looking at my goals, absolutely, I feel discouraged when I write it down and I don't do it. And it's funny because I automatically correlate my lack of getting a goal into my worth. And that's something that I've been trying to work on is that like I'm unworthy because I, I didn't make, meet my goals. So therefore I'm not as good as, and then that puts us back into the whole comparison mode. Right. Right. So funny enough, my, one of my mentors, Lindsay from simplified success, she taught me that there are three different levels of goals. And this helped me kind of break it down, especially for those that are not like goal setting people, I want to say, because I know some of our listeners are going to be like, yep, goals, they don't work for me. Just like how you explained, and right? Like, so I'm here to kind of understand what you're going through. Like I've hit those milestones in my life, but I'm also at the point where I haven't hit those milestones. And then I evaluate my worth based on that. So the three different goals that I learned from, from again, Lindsay from Simplified Success is the first goal. It's a stress, uh, sorry, it's a, um, 
holy shit goal. A holy shit goal in the sense that you would say holy shit if you reach that goal, right? Like it's like shooting for the moon. Like it's a, a huge desire of yours. You're like, holy shit. That's your holy shit goal. Then you have something that's a little bit lower down from that. So I guess you can consider these like layered goals and that would be a stretch goal. A stretch goal would be like, okay, what would be something in a line with that holy shit goal that you could get to in probably like whatever reasonable time you think. And, and keep in mind, you don't have to put time on here. Like this holy shit goal, that would mean if this were to happen tomorrow, you would literally say, holy shit, right? So like there's no time limit on these goals. The stretch goal is something that you're thinking like, okay, this is what I'm aiming to do to get me to that holy shit goal. And then you have your nearby goals, which is the little things that you're going to create like right now, maybe in like the next like 30 days, three months, like however you look at it, that will complement your stretch goals that will definitely complement your holy shit goals. So when I heard that concept, it literally helped me rewire my brain every time I thought of goal setting, not thinking like, okay, if I don't hit this goal, I'm a failure. I'm unworthy. I'm shit. Like you're, you know, you suck and like all those negative thoughts that, that come in my mind. Cause I hate to break it to you, but they do. So when I'm using my Holy shit goal as like my dream, that's something I'm striving to get for. So when I ever get like uninspired or unmotivated, that's my why it's like helping me kind of tap back into my purpose that I'm aiming to get to that point at some point in my life to make me say, Holy shit. And then my stretch goals are more like, you know, what I would do in like the next, I don't know, three months to a year, let's say. And then by my nearby goals, it's like doing those little things, like I was saying earlier to, to get me to the, to those points. So yeah, I, I hope that that makes sense. And I probably didn't explain it as, as well as, as Lindsay has, but yeah, hearing that under like hearing that the layered goal strategy, it helped me, I guess, not correlate my worth. I want to say to the goals in specific. Right. No, that makes sense for sure. And, and I just want to point out like all the thoughts that you're saying, those negative thoughts that you have in your mind when you don't achieve a goal, uh, th you had those thoughts when you don't achieve them. I hid and ran from those thoughts because I didn't want to think them. So I didn't create goals. So ultimately we had the same beliefs around goals. I was just hiding from those beliefs and those thoughts by not even shining light on goals. Right? So I think that that's important for everyone to hear because I think most people probably move through that kind of thought process, right? But what's important really about goals is that you are working towards something, but the goal does not define your worth. The goal does not define who you are. The goal is because you are, are choosing to continue to move forward in life, to shift forward, to, to take that step, to grow, to evolve. Whether the goal is professional, whether it's personal, whether it's relationship, whether it's like your life style, right? It doesn't matter. But the goal ultimately is to help you to move forward. So the way that I see it is say your goal is for one month and you don't achieve it at the end of that one month. Okay. You don't achieve it. So, so reflect, right? What did mm -hmm. I do to work towards it? Did I not take any steps? Okay, well, again, that doesn't mean that I'm not worthy. It doesn't mean that I'm a bad person, but maybe it's because this goal isn't deeply aligned with me. 
Because if the goal was very much aligned with me and how I want to show up in the world and how I want to move forward, then I would have worked towards it. Mm -hmm. Right. But I didn't, I didn't do a single thing. So maybe I can readjust this goal. Maybe this goal puts is put on the sideline because it is something that I want to achieve at some point in my life, but I'm just clearly not aligned with it right now because I'm not motivated to work towards it. Right. So I think that's the first step of when you don't reach those goals is kind of reflect. And then the second step, kind of what I would bring back to your, your May and how terrible it went for you. That's what I was talking about earlier is about being able to readjust because when you set those goals, you didn't know that your partner was going to be gone. You had, and even if you knew that he was going to be gone, you had no idea that you were going to go through the uh, emotions and the feelings and the thoughts and the loneliness. And you know, you, you didn't know that you were going to experience the month, the way that you ended up experiencing it. So mm -hmm. I don't want to say of course, but for good reason, you didn't achieve your goals on your list because you weren't in the right headspace to be actively moving forward. Right. And that's okay mm -hmm. because not every phase of life is about moving forward in lightning speed. Right. So it really is about reflecting and, and being able to readjust while still celebrating yourself. Right. Because I think by reflecting and being willing to readjust, that is something to celebrate because it's meaning that, again, bringing it back to being self-aware. It means that you are self-aware. You are listening to your needs. You are recognizing, oh, I was aligned with that at the beginning of the month, but clearly a week in my passions changed or my purpose changed mm. or new opportunities popped up and I wasn't as deeply as aligned with that goal. Or wow, I just went through a huge growth month. I did a lot of healing, like a lot of deep work came up and I wasn't expecting it to be that heavy of a month. So no wonder I didn't achieve my goals and that's okay. I'm still celebrating myself for being able to get through that month. Right. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I didn't even talk about it, but I love what your business coach, your mentor is telling you about these different ideas of the holy shit, the stretch and the, I forget what the third one was, the, uh, nearby, the nearby goals. Like that is a great way to look at it. Right. Because then it really gives you an idea of maybe one of those goals on your list from May, maybe you weren't, you didn't end up getting super aligned with it because it is a goal that you have, but it didn't work for that month. Right. So maybe mm -hmm. it, it should have been one of your stretch goals, right. Where it's like, if I'm aligned with it this month, I'll work on it. But maybe it's one of those things that it ends up being ready in, in the next two months or three months, right? So I think that's a really good way to look at it. But I, I think for everyone listening and clearly for myself and Ange, there is some work that we're needing to do with our limiting beliefs around the idea of goals because goals are important because they keep you to continue to strive for something. They keep you to keep working forward. So if you have this limiting belief around your goals and not achieving them, then maybe try and do some journaling or something to look a little bit deeper as what exactly are these beliefs that are coming forward and, and stepping away from 
the space that you're in when you don't achieve it. Because when you're in that space and you're in that energy and you're in those emotions, it's a lot harder to process. So when you're in a good space, doing the process work to really see like, is this the truth? Like, do I really believe that I'm not worthy if I don't achieve my goals? Like, no, I know I'm worthy. Mm -hmm. So what can I tell myself instead? I am allowed to reflect and readjust my goals, right? If an external circumstance, something outside of me ends up happening and affecting my life, then that's okay, right? I need to readjust and my goals might not be reached in the moment that I desire to reach them, but it doesn't mean that I'm not still working towards them. Absolutely. And I think also for, um, this might be a good thing to hear for some of our listeners that might not be goal setters. Like they're just like goals. Nope. They scare me. And this is what I wanted to say earlier. I didn't want to interrupt, but this might, you might, you might look at a goal and think, well, if I don't create it, then if I don't achieve it, then it's like, whatever. Cause then I didn't create the goal, right? Like that's how you felt earlier. That's why you just, you, you hid, I want to say, but it's because you never created the goal, meaning you don't create this expectation for yourself to achieve. So therefore you're never going to let yourself into failure. But <laughs> I'm going to throw that huge but in there is that failing is good. And I don't want to talk about failing. I want to talk about, okay, well, if that scares you of failing, well then start like so frigging small. And when I say so small, I mean, like you woke up and you made your bed. You folded all the laundry as soon as it was dry from the drying rack or as soon as it was done in the dryer. Like start so small because when you start so small and you are somebody who doesn't like to strive for goals because you're scared of failing or you're scared of reaching that level of success, start small and then celebrate the shit out of yourself. Because when you make the bed after... I don't know, never making it or never putting your clothes away until like days after. Like I, I know I used to be that person, you know, or maybe it's you leave your, you know, you, you change and you leave your clothes just like hanging out in the room and like you don't put stuff away in the house. And there's just like clutter everywhere. Start small by saying like, if you're going to take out this piece of clothes, it's either going in the laundry bin or you're putting it back in the closet. Or you're going to make sure that you're not creating this clutter mess. You Maybe you organize like a little section of a room. I'm not saying your whole room here. Don't get me wrong. But maybe you have a shelving system. Reorganize the shelving system, right? Like start small so that way you can celebrate yourself. Because as soon as you get to that, that good feeling that you were talking about earlier, Sid, of like, wow, I just accomplished this. Like this is something that I've been wanting to do for so long. And who the F cares if it's as small as making your bed and putting the laundry away? Because it's you. This is your life, okay? So if you're trying to incorporate goal setting into a way that feels good for you, don't shoot for the moon if you don't even like goal setting. Because yeah, you, you probably will set yourself up for failure. But remember my butt? But failing is good, right? That's you showing that you are actively trying. And how you said reflect earlier, it's it's you reflecting on what didn't work well versus what went really well, right? You're not just looking at the bad. Reflection is, reflection is looking at the good and the bad. So that mm -hmm. way you can learn to keep doing all the good stuff for the next coming month and maybe not do this stuff that didn't work for you the previous month, right? So I think that's, that's why I want to add that in there for, for our listeners because I know even some of my friends, like 
personally, my friends, they're like, yeah, goal setting is like not for me because like then you just don't hit it. Right. Like I want to lose 10 pounds and then you don't lose 10 pounds. And then all oh, like I'm, I suck. Like I'm never going to lose 10 pounds. Right. 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 No, I, I totally agree with you. And I think it really comes down to like, like you were saying, like what goals are you trying to achieve? Because if you already have this mindset that we're talking about, that we have, and we know a lot of people have, if you already have a negative mindset around goals, and then all of a sudden out of the blue, you say, I'm going to lose 10 pounds and that's your goal. And then you're not, you don't have intention with actually working towards that goal and actually figuring out what steps you need to take in order to achieve that goal, right? Then I want to say for sure, you're not going to achieve it because you already have a negative mindset around goals and you already have this idea that you probably won't achieve them. And then you create a goal that maybe you're not fully aligned with. You just decided that because I'm sure every single woman wants to lose 10 pounds, right? Mm -hmm. Or would like to, maybe not everyone, but you know, that's something that, yeah, if I were to lose 10 pounds for sure, that'd be nice, but that's not deeply aligned with me. So that's why I'm not encouraged and motivated and inspired to continue to actively work towards it or to figure mm -hmm. out, right? Cause it's not just about working out. It's also about what are you eating? What stress are you carrying in your life? Like there's so many things that encompass not just losing 10 pounds, but whatever your goal is, there's so many different attributes that can help you achieve it. And then like you were saying, when you're reflecting and some things work and some things don't, some of those attributes, maybe you forgot to look at. So I wouldn't even say it's not necessarily the things that worked awesome, use them. And the things that didn't work, okay, just leave them to the side. I would say, how can you readjust them? Yes. How can you readjust those aspects of your life? How can you keep yourself motivated to keep going towards that goal. Or when you're writing your goal, really figure out what's aligned with you and know that if you're wanting to do it within 30 days, know that at the end of that 30 days, if you didn't cross it off, you're allowed to continue to work on it the next 30 days and the next and the next right? And every single month, every single new month, you say, okay, what worked for me in working towards this goal and what didn't? Okay, how can I readjust? Because this is something that is really aligned with me. I'm not upset that I didn't reach it. I would have loved to reach it six months ago for mm -hmm. sure, but sometimes it just doesn't happen that way, right? And there's lessons that I needed to learn in order to get to the place of actually achieving it. So don't be harsh on yourself just because you didn't achieve a goal that you set, right? But it really is about where is your mindset within the idea of goal setting? Start small, just like you're suggesting, Ange. Be willing to reflect and readjust, but be very intentional and be open to understanding that your one goal, a lot of different things affect it, right? Like my one goal of receiving a new phone that is everything I need to work for, that is everything I need for work. I didn't say receiving like someone gave it to me, but it's being in the right place where I can afford a new phone, know that my monthly payments are going to be more, know that I had the time to go to the store to get it, right? Like know that I'm getting it for a good reason. It's not in my mind of, I just need the next best thing. 
right? So like, there's so many different things that encompassed that one goal on my, of mine. It wasn't just, okay, well, I'm just going to write, I'd like to buy a new summer outfit. And then I go shopping because I love shopping, right? Like why, why do you want to lose that 10 pounds? How do you want to feel when you've lost it? And how do you want to feel while you're working towards it? And this just brings back in this idea of feel success while you're working towards your goals. Celebrate yourself before you've even achieved the goal, right? Because that's going to create the positive mindset as you work towards it. Oh, 100%. And if we were even to to shift this example of, you know, losing 10 pounds into the, into the strategy of layering your goals, how my mentor has taught me, I'll break this down for you. Your holy shit goal is losing 10 pounds because tomorrow if you lost 10 pounds, you'd be like, holy shit, I lost 10 pounds, right? Okay. Now what would be your stretch goal? Your stretch goal would be like, okay, losing some weight having a really good feeling in my body, feeling comfortable in my clothes, my clothes aren't fitting tight, making sure that I'm eating relatively healthy, like any one of those or all of them, those could all be your stretch goals. Then your nearby goals are making sure you go to the gym twice a week, making sure your daily intake of water is met. Like start there, start so small, because then once you hit your daily water intake for like, I don't know, maybe try it for a week. Then you're going to be like, okay, that's too easy. Now it's okay. I'm going to make sure I meal prep, right? So like the things that you're doing in your nearby goals, they're going to help support your stretch goals, which is feeling good in your clothes, right? Like knowing that they're not fitting too tight. And then knowing that when you get to that holy shit moment, I lost 10 pounds. Those little nearby goals are supporting that big goal. Like they're all connected. They're just, they're just layered. So yeah. Yeah. Like, right. Like it just makes so So much sense. It does. And, and with the nearby goals, you're doing exactly as I just said, you're celebrating and feeling success before you've reached the holy shit goal. So the, like, it's such an amazing uh, template to set yourself up for success, to be able to reach that holy shit goal. I love that you were able to break it down into, you know, some of those examples of what they might be. So people listening can really see like, oh, like if my holy shit goal is, I want to start a business, then, you know, what's my stretch goal? What's my nearby goal? And really kind of break it down in that sense. Absolutely. And I think with, you know, everything that we've talked about, I mean, we can definitely, you know, chat about this for like ever, I want to say, but I think we should probably bring in a card reading at, um, probably now I want to say, just because we've talked a lot about, you know, celebrating and the importance of celebrating, you know, the little things, not just, you know, birthdays and anniversaries and like the usual quote unquote stuff. And also we've talked about goal setting. So I think with some of the advice and guidance, I want to say more so than advice for, to bring forth our listeners, I think this would be very, very helpful for them, especially, you know, with this huge shift in, in things in the world right now. So yeah, let's just uh, get right into it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's see. What are we supposed to need? What are, what do we need to know right now? Some guidance and direction for our lives. There we are. 
Okay, so we got two cards coming forward. The first one is Peacekeeper, let go of the need to be right. So this actually really is like aligned with this idea of goals, right? You don't need to be right in the moment, right? So figure out how you can support yourself moving forward. It's this idea of like, I need to achieve success right now. I need to, my life needs to be perfect. And until it's perfect, I won't enjoy life, right? Let go of the need to be right. Find peace in the moment. How can you support yourself moving forward no matter what? The second card is animal guardian. Trust your instincts, which is exactly what I was saying with the idea of your goals being aligned to you, right? You can't be working towards somebody else's goal because it's not aligned with you. You don't know what you desire to feel when you were to, if you were to achieve it, you don't know what you desire to feel as you're working towards it. So make sure that when you are celebrating yourself, when you are reaching success, and when you are setting your goals, you are trusting your instincts, right? That's not the thoughts in your mind. That's your gut feeling. And you are letting go of the need to be right. I love that. And of course, I'm going to have to bring in human design here for a second. That gut feeling as generators and as manifesting generators, that gut feeling is that sacral feeling, right? It's that feeling of, yes, this is exactly what I need to create. So finding that whatever that goal is in your life where you're like, yes, I want this, start small. So those were perfect messages for you to bring forward today, Sydney. So thank you so, so much for that. And I think that with the messages that were brought forward, you know, about not setting these crazy goals, like I can't celebrate until, or like I'll never reach success until, you know, or from the, the second card that was pulled, it's, it's a matter of planning your life in a way that feels good for you, right? Mm -hmm. Like, just as you said, Sid, don't reach for whatever somebody else is doing because you're never going to get it. I'm sorry, but you're not. Maybe it's something different or something similar, sorry, but you're probably not going to get it because you're not that person. So I want you guys to take these messages, take this guidance, and I want you to apply it in your life. And of course, I'm going to have to bring it back to celebration, Celebrate yourself often. Don't be scared to celebrate the small things. And if you are scared to celebrate the small things, I challenge you to send us an email. I challenge you to send us a direct message on Instagram, on our Facebook page, and let us know what you're celebrating. Because I know that both myself and Sydney, we are going to be doing an absolute dance party for you. So if you are worried of celebrating all the small things that you made your coffee from scratch for the first time in the morning, send it to us because Sydney and I are definitely going to be there celebrating with you and for you. So without further ado, let's say thank you to our listeners because we couldn't be doing this 25th episode without you all. So thank you so, so much for tuning in. And I just cannot wait for you guys to tune in to next week's episode. Bye. Bye everyone.